1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
2: Hey, hey, good evening. It's the it's SEC after dark. What's up, guys? Hey. What's up? Yeah,
3: party over here.
2: Party Everybody's over
3: there. all liking the color scheme this trip. I
2: like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Look the, yeah. Look at the shirt, even. Yeah.
3: Um, oh, 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 Corey's well, yeah. representing. Yeah.
0: Repping,
2: <laughs> repping big time. And mm. I got the ear pod in, too. So I'm not even rocking the headphones anymore.
0: Oh, look
3: oh. at you.
2: Oh, try, try Trying this thing out. I know, right? <laughs> um yeah, I got the Apple version. Do
3: you got that? Mine's version, a Bluetooth. Yeah. I, I I connect over there somewhere. Oh yeah, it's a connect. server.
0: Well, ain't yeah. y'all just fancy?
3: Yeah, really? Of uh, course we're have, fancy. We don't want to server. hear from the poor people. Well, that's why we're on the bottom, right, Jeb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are
1: at the bottom of the pile. <laughs> yeah.
3: I still, Jeb yeah. set Now, Jake. You got a little bit of work to do to figure out your set, but you're we're yeah. almost there to having a good-looking show. We well, are. No, you're yep.
2: getting there. Like, like, Jeb has got his bookcase with the American flag and his Tennessee flag. I, I got my, my setup over there back behind me. Um, I've got a garden gnome. Got... Yeah. You've got a garden gnome? <laughs> <laughs> Steve's got us beating everything. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> <Very laughs> much, yeah. What yeah. are we so, doing here? Yeah. Jeez Louise. But well, we are, balls, like looking I said, at us. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There you go. Like I said, I got I got Notorious Big over here. Okay, there you go. Over there, right there. There where you my go. Is. I can never get the point right. I've, I've not done that well just yet. But uh, yeah, it's. A, I got a Notorious Big figurine, a Georgia coaster, a helmet, a clock. That's uh, weird.
4: I have a Notorious Big figurine. I'm have to bring him in here now.
2: Do it.
3: I've got Great a Funko mind. of um, Ramothorn from Super it. Troopers. Oh,
1: there
2: yeah, you go. Th- my, my, my Funko is Notorious B.I.G.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I've got that one, and I've got um, the bad guy from Die
2: Hard.
4: A King Arthur.
2: Oh, nice. Coconuts. I need, I need to get a King Arthur. Um <laughs> So, like I said, we are at SEC After Dark. Uh, camp season is upon us. We've got a very, very action-packed show. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, Auburn is—they got quite the, quite the quarterback situation. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Alabama, something's going on over there. Jake, you can tell us about that here in a little bit. And we're going to do this thing called called previews. We're going to preview the SEC East with uh, Jake's rankings. Is uh, Quite interesting. So we'll get to all of that. But first, I'll be remiss if I did not tell you that we are brought to you by betonline.ag. They continue to be, Bet Online, that is, continues to be the number one source for all of your betting needs, whether you want action in every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. But Steve, what about MLS? Yes.
3: Uh, I want some Charlotte FC and Inter Miami lines
2: now. I bet they you have just, them if you say pretty, pretty please. And you just want that Inter Miami jersey too, the Pepto Pepto Bismol. Oh jersey.
3: my goodness, those pink jerseys! I'm I'm just every time I watch them, I'm, I get more and more in love with Inter Miami.
2: They, they are they are <laughs> quite nice. I, I, yeah. I should I should add, but uh, online continues to be the online resource, top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props. And futures. Head to Bet Online today or use that mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our first promo code Believe50. That's B-L-E-A-V 50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Betonline is where the game starts. I'll be honest. Whoever wrote that is testing my ability to read. Yeah. Because that, yeah. that was that was the
3: that was- the, the sporting
2: Information. Yeah, it's difficult.
3: That's the, I, I'm dealing with the same yeah, thing got, with my bet Online reads You, you yeah. got
2: you got the same script though. The same exact script.
3: No, no, it's not the same exact, but it's close. There, there, there's certain buzzwords that obviously bet online is really keen on, and it's like sporting wagering information, and it. it
2: yeah, you're buy- it's like. It's uh, yeah. like yeah. uh,
3: the other one uh, is um, <laughs> um on built bar. Over here, I um, have to do a read uh, for Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs. And I dare anybody to read that. What did you call it. me? Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs. It's So
2: I mess it up every time the first time I read it. Yeah. You, yeah, you, you probably you, – your eyes go faster than your mouth probably is yeah. what happens. Like you're, you're scrolling the page and like you're like I'm on the center too and your voice is on – Halfway through sentence one.
3: Yeah.
4: Cookie dough, chucky butts. No, that's yeah, not
2: Yeah. Right. It's, 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 it's so hard to read. It's um, like that also- scene from uh, Major League where he's doing the right guard commercial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right guard, upside down. <laughs> Arafanus, malactiful, arachnid, right guard. Cut. <laughs> yeah. You know that scene. That's a Iconic. Thing. I love it. Also, if
3: anybody wants to participate in the show and has be an active participate in the chat module, you can do it. But first, you have to okay. subscribe to the Y'all's Conference Network. Five minutes later, you'll be able to chat. You'll be good to go. Over here.
0: Over here. I retweeted okay. that out today. So hopefully everybody yes. saw
3: that. And Thank you very much. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over, over there.
0: Right, right. Over right. there. Other way. <laughs> yep.
4: So train yourself to okay. always do the opposite of what you think. <laughs> over
2: there.
0: It's or hard to do. do. Yeah. <laughs> That's not like back in a trailer. I
4: know Jake's on that side. Oh, you can't
3: see my hand, though. So I, can't.
4: I can't train myself to keep everything in this little box. So
2: Auburn's, Auburn's had an eventful week. Sounds Yeah, like TJ it. Finley decided he was going to figure out how powerful that scooter actually is. <laughs> that move he pulled was elite, by the elite? way. He should win the quarterback job just based on that move he pulled on the scooter. That that whip around was that, turn was, thing. Was that actually him? Who knows? But well, whoever that, just, was, that was, that was some elite uh, scooter yeah. driving. Yeah, that, that's some European stuff. That's like Italy. I mean, those, those like guys Jason, don't mess around. Like Jason Bourne type stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's fantastic. But anyway, Auburn's um, the Locked On Auburn podcast reported today that Robbie Ashford took first team reps.
2: Yes, he did. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I t- it's the worst kept secret of all. I it's gonna be Robbie Ashford. I mean, he's the best one they got. They certainly can't trot out Jake Calz Jake. They yes. they certainly can't. I don't even know his name. That's how bad. Uh, that they Nick? certainly can't. McCreary. Yeah, they yes. they cannot trot out Zach Calzada. Well, they he's an in-state
3: kid. He's an in-state kid for a West Georgian. No,
2: I yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> yes,
3: West Georgia. Okay. West okay. Georgia
2: yeah. <laughs> n- n- <laughs> but you can't trot him out. Against who? Who they open up with? Even I don't, know. I don't even
3: know. Let's let's see. I will look it up. I will handle this. I've got you. They can't like Robbie Ashford what? is. What their
2: he's third he's
0: third the third game is guy. against Penn State? I think third, second, or third. Yeah. Game.
2: Mm-hmm. They, they 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 Penn State rolls into town and Zach Calzada is the quarterback. That's a dub for for the Nittany Lions. Well, uh, you say that, but Zach Calzada beat
3: Bama last year. He had a Steven Garcia S game. That's I'm not. It. I'm not saying he didn't. But if you do it once, you can do it again.
2: What beat Bama? He
3: ain't gonna no. Beat Bama ha, this year. Ha, have a good game.
2: We're uh. <laughs> yeah, every, everybody's beating Bama this year.
0: Yeah.
3: Just good wait. luck with that. Yeah. That that's next week, by the way. Yeah.
2: Will Anderson has
0: week? something to say
3: about
2: that. Bama finish. Bama, Bama Man, finishing seventh in the in the in the West. Will Anderson in that team picture?
3: I want none if i'm a right tackle or a left tackle I, I i'm gonna i'm gonna oh my hamstring i just i don't think i can go coach
1: <laughs> yeah so
2: so like one of the things that like when we play steve you'll know this school jeb you may know the school like we play pearl cone right and pearl pearl was state runner up uh a couple of times and they had, you know, they, they got talent. They, they have a school of 600 kids and they have 150 playing football. If that tells you anything, um, which means a third of the student, of the male student population is playing football, which is insane to me at a Metro school. You have one third of the male population playing football. It's ridiculous. I mean, good for them. Right. Um, right. But, but we'll Mercer, have kids, by the way, Mercer, yeah. Auburn opens Mercer. with Mercer. Mercer, yeah. okay. I then they know. get San Jose
3: State, Penn State, week three, and then yeah. the fun starts: Missouri, LSU, at Georgia, at Ole Miss, Arkansas, at Mississippi State. I mean, well, they better they better figure guess, it out before then. Yeah, and
2: Mercer,
0: you can you can put out anybody at quarterback and win that game.
2: But yeah, we, we, we get all these uh, we get all these injuries, right? We have this saying called "Doctor Game" will come heal you. So like, we'll have kids that like they have these mysterious injuries on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And Thursday, Dr. Game makes his rounds and heals everybody up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Dr. Game doesn't come during the Pearl Cone week. <laughs> he won't show up during the Pearl <laughs> Cone week. So So they're good, huh? Yeah. They're pretty good. There's no reason they shouldn't go nine and one, whatever, this year. Oh, who's but, their one loss? Probably Tullahoma. Yeah. Really? Tollahoma won the state championship in four A last year. No way. They went ten zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious.
4: There's no way.
2: Yeah, they won they didn't lose a ago. game. They did not lose a game. Ten and zero. They won, won, won the state. Snuck. That's crazy. They're
4: that good.
2: Now. Yeah, like four years ago, they were zero and ten.
1: Yeah, they were bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, they were. They had a good. They had a good squad. Oh, I like yeah, that, that. I like we, a good- we played them. They're they're in our district. We played them.
0: Sounds like some recruiting be, going on. They could
2: they could have they could have put two they could have put two hundred on us.
0: We're great.
2: We were pissed so, last year. So what you're saying
3: is when Tallahoma played Shelbyville, it was just a giant pillow fight, just a slap fight.
2: Yeah. yeah.
4: Uh, back when I was in high school, I, I think they usually won, but it wasn't like a big time win or anything. It was a school, <laughs> we at least had a shot against. And you mispronounced
2: Shelbyville, Shelby. Shovel. Shelbyville. Sherry- Sherry- Sherry-
4: Sherry- we, we weren't very good at football back when I was in high school.
2: Where'd you go? Shelbyville.
4: Sherry-
2: oh, you went to Shovel? Shovel.
3: S-H-E-L-B-Y-V-I-L-L-E.
2: Shovel. 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 Oh, Shovel. I'm
4: saying Shelbyville because ever since I left there, nobody knows what I'm talking about.
2: I'm yeah. If you're from South Georgia, you say Shelbyville. Shelbyville. No. Shelbyville.
4: Now we don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. Shovels, just show If you're not
2: if you're
3: not from Tennessee, you get asked if um, you're on the Simpsons. Yeah. You remember, so
2: like the Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: We had a Springfield wow. nearby, but we don't.
2: You mean like, well, Springfield, The Simpsons? No, Springfield, yeah. Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Well. But they but they have the Albert. But their baseball team is the Isotopes. Hmm. Well, we're we're already off the rails, guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah we, haven't, we haven't even we have even started our preview. <laughs> that yeah, happened quick. <laughs> it's really back in. So what, what happened in Alabama? Let's hey, before ahead. before we get back on the rails, uh, did you did you guys watch Hard Knocks last night?
3: Not I don't yet. Locked on oh, got a credit God. though. Oh, yeah,
2: nice. Did. Um, MCDC. I I'm 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 kind of buying into it.
1: Hmm.
2: They don't have any talent. Yeah. On their team, really, except for TJ Hawkinson and DJ, uh, DJ, uh, DeAndre Swift and Aiden Hutchison. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I was, I was like fired. I was like jacked up, man. I was like ready to go practice after listening to MCDC.
4: (laughs) Think golf's going to lead him to the promised land?
2: I don't know, but he's, he's sure as hell going to try. He's going to (laughs) run through a brick wall trying. (laughs) That's for sure. Should be
3: fun. I I can almost root for them, although Jared Goff was on, um, I believe, the quarterback whenever the Rams got their stupid pass interference that cost the Saints a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, so I, I can't really root for Garrett, Jared Goff to have any happiness in life. Well, he's in Detroit, so I think you got that one. Hey, yeah, he ain't got wow. yeah, it. I, I know, I know, I know. I, but I'm not going to, you know, we're not in the chicken counting business. We yeah. want him to be sad. We want him to be miserable. We don't just assume that Detroit's going to do that. He needs to be Detroit I mean, and awful. Yeah. I mean, he, he's well, got – I mean, that's you know, that's redundant, Jam- isn't it? Detroit
2: and awful. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's got J-Mo to throw too, so he's got a little bit of happiness. No. Maybe that's about later it. when he
2: gets cleared for right full contact. <laughs> isn't in J-Mo on the PUP list?
0: I think so. Or does yeah, he, or is he go? He's, he's, still, he's go. still rehabbing.
2: They, no. they, I mean, they – Uh, Some sneaky talent like Quintez Cephas is really good for them uh, Mm -hmm. at receiver. They have uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, They have,
1: he's good.
2: He's pretty good. They have, didn't they sign DJ Shark too? They have DJ Shark.
4: Is that where he went? That might be. I don't know. I think so.
2: I think, I think so. He left Jacksonville. He left one crap organization for another. (laughs) I
0: was going to say, why would you leave Jacksonville to go to Detroit? (laughs) (laughs) That is not bettering your game at all. (laughs) <laughs> no. <laughs> well,
2: it's better in your wallet, so I guess that's all. Yeah, I guess there. so. But that's it. <laughs> they offered him a huge contract. They said, please, please, please come to Detroit. Yeah.
0: There you go. Well, you're right.
2: Okay, Jake, what's happening in Alabama?
0: Well, we, uh, we're we down a slot receiver, um, JoJo okay. Earl, who okay. was start, number one guy in the slot receiver there. He's uh, got a foot fracture, so he's going to be out about two months, so he's going to fall behind, so.
2: Where was Jermaine starting? My cousin,
0: he'd Jermaine be, Burton, he'd be on the <laughs> the the because we got Harold on on the outside and Burton on the outside, and then the slot was going to be Earl and then a couple others in there. Christian Larry probably take that spot now if I have my
2: guess. Hmm. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's a, certainly a tough blow. I mean, I'm I'm sure mm-hmm. I'm sure Bama fans are at their wits end with this wide receiver injury stuff.
0: Well, and and JoJo is also going to be, you know, returning punch for us because he's pretty much the only guy who's got experience. Yeah. Last year, before he got hurt, he swapped time with uh, Slay Bolden, so now somebody else has got to step up.
2: So what what's uh what's in the water down there for them to like get so many injuries at that position?
0: Uh, I don't know. You know, no no offense, Corey, but you know, a few years ago we had uh. You know, Cochran and everybody talked about. He had a, you know, he every time he was the trainer, we had an ACL ACL tear, like all the time.
2: Thankfully, he's a special teams analyst for us, and he's not running the weight room. So, (laughs)
0: exactly. So, but uh,
2: I'll I'll take that. I don't. Yeah. I don't think you can coach uh, ACL injuries. You can't. You know. So that's good, right?
0: It kind of messed up Dylan Moses with his because he just wasn't the same player coming back. You know, after his ACL injury, yeah. he just play scared. It seemed like, you know. So, I guess you would be though. I mean, you don't want to tear it up again, but yeah. still, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, dang. Okay. Well, that's a that's a tough blow there. But you know, if there's if there's a program that can respond, and it's uh, certainly uh, Alabama.
0: I was going to say, there's about there's about ten other guys that can step in there. I mean, they're deep at wide receiver, just not experience wise, but talent wise, they're pretty pretty loaded.
2: Well, I guess I guess now they can start working out a bunch of guys in these scrimmages and see who who fits mm-hmm. well. So mm-hmm. you know, maybe yep. this is one of those things where you know they save them from themselves. JoJo sure. Earl
3: had a little bit of Jalen Waddle in him. Yeah, uh, he's got speed. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is going to hurt them a little bit because they could have been dynamic, um, but yeah, you know, I mean, whoever takes the spot is going to be good. Yeah, you know, we'll see.
2: Well, you got Bill O'Brien calling the shot, so maybe maybe he'll trade him away for a for a journeyman running back and probably a couple of fifth round picks. Yeah. Uh Do uh, do you hear Pete Golding talk about his recruiting pitch?
0: No. Oh yeah, I I did hear about that.
2: (laughs) I saw a press conference. He goes, Well, I tell him you're gonna come play for the effing greatest coach of all time. And that's it.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: You're gonna (laughs) play for the That usually (laughs) works.
2: Yeah. He goes, goes, That usually works.
0: (laughs) And somebody asked him about his DOI too, you know, and he said, Well, you know, I made a mistake and I apologize for it and I'm going to, you know, suffer the consequences. So I don't know what those consequences are. I don't think it's been announced yet. It probably will not ever be, but I'm sure he's had to do something internally. For sure.
2: You mean he didn't say D U I till I'm die intoxicated <laughs> He didn't he didn't start singing those lyrics? <laughs> no. At the press conference? No, Damn, not that I mean, I'm aware of. Great opportunity. There's, there's this a really great opportunity.
3: We, there's a really weird recruiting battle going on right now that Pete Golding's involved in. And they almost flipped Santareen Perkins. And mm-hmm. then it went back. The other. I mean, it, it is going back and forth. That's the one that's on a just a knife's edge at
2: this point. Could go either way. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. that certainly will be. That'll be a that'll be an interesting one coming down the stretch. That'll be one to keep an eye on. So, well, what do you say we we start diving into the uh, SEC East, shall we? Can we start with Vandy? <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> Last. Um, yes. So, uh, Vandy's finishing first, right? Yeah. They got a first-place vote? Clark, yeah. Clark Lee. Clark Lee Clark said Lee. they were the best team in the in, – in the...
3: He said they were going to be an elite college football program eventually. It didn't say it wasn't going to be in 2137.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: Maybe, maybe in a couple years.
2: He's already voted for him. Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing. I got to get my book out on Vandy.
0: Did you say the new helmets, Corey? Before we start,
2: gross. <laughs> yes. I hate them. They're they're like you have you have an iconic logo with a star V. What are you mm-hmm. doing? Yeah. <laughs> now it looks like, like
3: instead of a V, a V instead of a GT, it looks like Georgia Tech's white helmets.
2: Yeah, yeah. it does.
3: It's
2: <laughs> oh my god! It's like, oh.
0: It's Part of this change that Vandy's going through.
2: <laughs> the change, Vandy's going <laughs> like, through some stuff. Okay. See like Vandy last year said, "Okay, um we need a change. So let's go steal the Vandy Boys logo."
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Which is kind of now,
2: suspect in my in my in its own right to call yourself the Vandy Boys. But um Yeah. Yeah. Not a good look but last year. They're 7 Not point a favorite on
3: the road in Hawaii in week 0. How Does bad that tell is Tell you Hawaii? something.
2: Yeah. Well, that's awful. Yeah. They're um, awful. Nick Rolovich completely destroyed that program. He yeah. he he took the heart and soul out of that program when he removed the benches mid game.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Remember that? Yeah. Wow. Did he do that? So yeah, so he he like he had the benches removed like like a camera followed him. Like they made a show out of it, like they carried the benches out of the freaking stadium. Wow, I think I think Timmy Chang is the coach now. That'll be interesting. He's got to yeah, complete the project ahead of him. I mean, that's a that's a great hire. for well, Nick Rolovich, wife.
3: I believe, is the one who decided to get fired over not getting vaccinated. Didn't he? Didn't, he didn't want
2: the Fauci ouchie Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah so, so. to walk to walk away from a multi million dollar gig because you don't want to take a shot. Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah.
0: Or maybe Chang will bring the benches back. Who knows?
2: If he can well, find them.
3: They've if got enough players them. to sit on them. Oh, they're all oh. bench warmers.
2: <laughs> I see. Vandy's going to walk
3: out, walk out there and says, I don't want no
2: scrubs. What? Want... <laughs> so, apparently, Mike Wright is, like, all over the freaking place. Well, yeah, he's just he just runs around. The offensive line so terrible. Yeah. Well, like at practice, he's like, he throws a dime one play, and he mm-hmm. like throws it in the fourth row the next play, and then puts it in the dirt the next play, scrambles and fumbles, and then goes on an 85 yard touchdown run, and, and and like team team tri- period drills, mm-hmm. like it looks like a high school JV team out mm-hmm. there, like there's no, there's like no whatever, you it's yeah. it, it's gonna be bad. It, it, uh,
0: talking about vandy if you look at their schedule before they come to alabama they could potentially be three and one if they beat northern illinois elon and hawaii because i think wake forest is gonna kill them
3: oh no they're not yes. Sam
2: sam hartman is out i don't care who's out i could play quarterback for wake forest we're gonna beat the Uh, the you you can't you know what you can't say that
3: because the backup whenever you get into a quarterback quandary i mean that can affect so much in your team your operation could just completely go out the window by having a substandard backup now wake might have a good
2: backup i don't know who their backup is well the nature so so steve the nature of what they do like it's not quite the chasm that you think it is because the nature of what they do like I'm not, saying, I'm not saying the next dude can come in, plug, and play and and be just as efficient as Sam Hartman, but, like, against a team like Vandy, where they're terrible on the back end on defense, like, you're going to still see a, a good bit of that production. Now, it's not going to be 450 yards, but it might be, like, 380, which, you know, like you're not going to see a ton of drop-off against Vandy because – and, and, Unless they figure some things out in the secondary, it's gonna be a long season for them.
3: Right. I need to get yeah. my or or fill, they fill or still they, out.
2: Or they better figure out a way to get some pressure. If they can get some pressure, they might have a chance. But if Sam you know, Sam Hartman's out, how long is Sam Hartman out? Indefinitely a period of time? Indefinitely. Mm-hmm. So if if he is able to somehow make it back Somehow, I I don't know what this what this mystery condition is, but um, maybe it's just their way of saying he had the COVID. I don't know. But if he's back by September 10th, he's got a month to figure this thing out. But this other guy's getting reps now, so like it's not like the Wednesday before the game he he's out. Like this other guy's getting reps now, so they're going to have some sort of continuity, right? Unless yeah, they just totally suck. Let's look at um,
3: Wake, Wake Forest's ACC um, position rankings, shall we? Shall
2: we? At, let's do it. That
3: quarterback before Sam Hartman, that's going to change now. They were um, fourth. So they're probably somewhere in the ballpark of about ninth now, maybe tenth. Tenth at running back. Two at receiver. They have a good defensive line. They're third. No, third on the offensive line. Defensive line,
2: sixth. Sam Hartman was fourth overall in the country in, yeah. in quarterback rankings, so just so you know.
3: Thirteenth at linebacker, eighth at um, DB, and their special teams are sitting at about tenth. And I'm not saying Vandy's going to beat Wake Forest, but that defense has Good, issues. because they're not. Yeah, that defense has issues. Let's say that Clark Lee puts out a decent game plan and then early Whoa. in the season takes the – What are we
2: seeing What are we seeing with Vandy's offense? Yeah, but if it's a
3: 17-14 game, all of a sudden Wake Forest is like, how did we lose that? you lost that because you have a backup quarterback that wasn't ready to play playing against SEC athletes because Vandy does have SEC athletes. They're not Alabama-level SEC athletes, but they're above and beyond what they normally get the problem they have is they're shifting from that Derrick Mason system and the players that fit it aren't necessarily the players that fit Clark Lee. Yeah. I said, I said on my show, Clark Lee needs seven years basically to get this turned around.
2: Yeah. With the level of recruiting that they're Mm. able to do there, it's, Mm. it's bad. Um, but again, once he gets it figured out, yeah, they'll be pretty, they'll be pretty tricky, but I just, I, 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 I don't see it. I, I, Wake Forest, they they have a lot more in the tank. I think I think they're gonna, you know, they're a team that's never really gonna be great on defense because they're so explosive on offense and they do that hurry up stuff. That uh, hey. I'm I
1: hope
4: just Wake saying. Wake Forest is giving them a tough game.
3: I'm bad. Hey, yeah, it J- Jake ran out of a AOL disc. Yeah,
2: he did. <laughs> Had to put um, one in real quick. Jeb, hmm? Tennessee has upper level sec talent that's why they can pull off the hurry up no huddle teams like wake forest have a hard time on defense because they don't have much depth
4: well tennessee had a problem with that too which is why we would do it so well for a while and then kind of fall apart late in games but but yeah i see what you're saying
2: yeah it's it's a depth thing it's a quality depth thing exactly yeah and playing
3: and tennessee is developing that playing at vandy there's going to be seven thousand people watching that game And it's a weird place. It's almost a home field advantage because nobody's in the stadium. It's like a third preseason scrimmage because nobody's there. Tennessee literally checkerboarded out Vanderbilt Stadium in the most crazy in-your-face thing ever. (laughs) I mean, that's a game that I'm interested in. And and by the way, kudos
2: on that joke. That's a great one. I love that joke. That that is a really good joke.
0: so we're still, we're still talking about Vandy, right? Yes, we're still yes. we are still right. talking about right. Vandy.
3: My my heart Clear. is mm-hmm. full. Clear.
0: I I I was just going to say before I got really froze up, you know, from the internet. I was going to Inter- say.
2: Interwebs.
0: Yeah. Uh y'all may have already talked about it, but before they play Alabama, they could potentially be three and one heading to that game against Alabama with their own loss possibly being right Wake Forest. Mm-hmm.
4: I don't know. My prediction is Wake Forest comes in, starts playing well, and then the legendary Ken Seals just comes into the game.
2: Oh, oh! The Ken look Seals at you. fan club. Now, yeah. now that that's,
3: would be that would be that's, epic. That's Ken yeah. Seals music. That's Ken Seals music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. There might be
4: you know, and then Alabama's gonna have a game on
1: their hands the next week. Yeah. Okay. You just hear
3: it on their Vandy like 36 inch black and white Jumbotron. <laughs> It's like time to play the game.
0: Let me just Are say, if Vandy, come, if Vandy comes no. in and upsets Alabama, how pissed off is going to Alabama going to be the rest of the year for everybody?
3: I, I so will. Yeah. I am guaranteed to be locked on Paul Feinbaum come Monday. If, if I, I am. I am. I am guaranteed. If Vandy beats Alabama, yeah, I am here for that. I am going to watch that, and I'm just going to sit there and smile.
0: So y'all, so y'all saying there's a chance that Vandy
3: can beat Alabama? No, no <laughs> chance whatsoever. <laughs> well, but I'm saying it. it, it well,
2: retired, there is I mean. a chance if if uh, if Alabama's more than fifteen late, fifteen minutes late to the game. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh-huh.
3: You know, um, Stanford was like a forty point underdog to USC back in the day. Yeah, that's true. And won.
2: So weird but, things can but, happen, but weird things. But Harbaugh's a weirdo. Weird <laughs> things happen to weirdos. Harbaugh's yeah. a weirdo. Yeah, he was okay. thinking of he was Everyone distracted there. thinking about uh, his tree fort spend the night slumber party <laughs> at a recruit's house. Yeah. That's oh, actual Lord. that's an actual thing, by the way. He slept <sighs> in a tree house.
4: God, I would laugh for two days though.
2: Um, uh, yeah, no, AJ Swan is also a name to look for in this quarterback battle because nobody is standing out. Like Ken Seals mm-hmm. is getting his chances and he's just not taking them. Yeah. Mike Rice. He is doesn't is like, fit that system. No. I'm going to throw the ball all over the yard, literally. Not, not to anybody in particular. And I'm going to still keep my job. That's how bad it is. That's how bad of a misfit that Ken Seals is. Like, he needs to just go ahead and transfer.
3: Yeah. Like, I he, think Ken, he Ken Seals in some place like
2: Baylor, that'd be a good fit. That'd be sick, dude. Mm. Yeah. Although I don't want him to go to that institution. I don't want anybody to go to that institution. That one at yeah. on Liberty, they should just play like 12 times and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, play in, uh, play in 100 degree heat.
0: We will in week two.
2: By the way, this is the yeah. second straight summer
3: where it's been milder down here than where y'all live. Yeah.
0: Lucky. Say. Mm.
3: Well, and I don't want to jinx it. Part. I won't knock on wood, but we haven't even had a hurricane. Not even yeah. on the yeah. water. watch. Yeah. It's well, bizarre.
4: Hurricane pretty, much, pretty much not happening this year.
3: Yeah. It's, mm. Most
0: of them has been over in the Pacific this year.
3: Yeah. yeah. And you remember when before hurricane season, it's like meteorologist says, expect a more active than normal hurricane season. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. I mean, one came over from across Mexico, and that's, that's the hurricane that um, hit Miami, and it was a tropical depression by the time it did. Yes. Yeah, it was nuts.
2: This is a uh, um, weather Land after dark. tropical depression.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
4: Weather Channel after dark.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> that's exciting.
3: But like I said, Vandy is a touchdown favorite over Hawaii on the road. But they're gonna fly, but, fly funny, six times
2: with green screens and clickers going.
3: Yeah, look at that cold front. V- Vandy's gonna fly five or six time zones over, beat Hawaii's ass, and go home yeah pretty much what a, what a uh, world they going, 20, home. 2020. going on a fishing
2: trip yeah 2022 is wild
3: yeah no this is their bowl game
0: they're going to hawaii <laughs> so <laughs> all
2: right can we move on let's move on to missouri uh, i we're think we will finish
4: up the ladder huh
2: they're going up barely up, yeah we're getting ready barely. for the top we five we can't go we can't go any higher than vandy so I mean, right. yeah. it's, a, it's a treat okay so missouri here's the tale of the tape on missouri they are in uh, Columbia, Missouri. Their head coach is Eli Drinkwitz. He is he comes in with an eleven and twelve overall record in two seasons. He's a good. Uh, he is he is twenty three and thirteen over three years as a head coach overall, with a previous stint at Appalachian State. Um, he is his own offensive coordinator. He has two defensive coordinators. Uh, his last league title was in nine. 19- T- or actually, Missouri's last league title was in 1969 as Big Eight co-champions. Uh, the last time that they didn't go bowling was 2020. They have 12 returning starters, four on offense, seven on defense, and the kicker. Kicker's the good. Part- yeah. All right. He's probably the best.
0: Mister Vandy. <laughs>
2: So uh, they have a they have quite the quarterback battle going on, but it seems though I'm I'm looking at Brady Cook as the as the leader in the clubhouse for for this, for QB one at Bra- Brady Zuby. Cook was named starter yesterday. Jeff, did you just brush your eyebrows? Well, that would that wouldn't that <laughs> would imply it. that he is I like that would imply that he's in the driver's seat. So. Yeah, officially, he he could absolutely fall apart.
3: <laughs>
2: oh no doubt. Yeah. Scratch everything um, he's, he's starting the the s- <laughs> I have a special one. I'm oh, sorry, what were we start- talking about? Are you searching George All <laughs> over there? Again? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we're having our own conversation down yeah,
1: here. Yeah, sorry, kidding, <laughs> you peasants.
2: Yeah. Hold up, we got some comments. Hey, Cassie.
4: Yeah, I'm not even looking for comments. She tried sleeping. to come in so. and comment, and it kicked Jake out for a while. So
2: <laughs> she picked <laughs> up the have- phone. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jack. Uh, you, Jake, know, I you know, one personal
0: AOL dial-up. So, yeah,
2: Jake, you got to get a, your own personal fax line for this for this type of thing. <laughs> yeah, So you, so you do <laughs> run into this problem, okay? Come on, man, rookie. All right. I know. So Mizzou, Brady Cook, he's starting the season opener at right, quarterback. Um Is that running back still that they had last year? No,
3: Tyler, Tyler Batty. Batty. Yeah, no. he gone. They open on Thursday night on September 1st against Tech. That'll be um, Sonny Cumbie's first game for
2: um, the Bulldogs. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sonny Cumbie makes his head coaching debut against the the guy that is probably more interested in going to Comic-Con than (laughs) football. Right. That's what he looks like.
4: Their first SEC game is Auburn. That could be interesting. Two teams for
2: for a myriad of reasons. Yeah, <laughs> the, they go to K State.
3: Uh, yeah. Ooh, that's gonna. Be and, a oh, that's guy. an old that's an old Big Eight game.
2: That <laughs> that'll be a what uh Climan has going on over there at K State. They're gonna freaking. They're gonna it's gonna be a damn slugfest. They're they're like the Wisconsin of the Big Twelve. Well, actually, they're the North Dakota State at the Big 12. Thank you. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Except without the five national titles in a row. Oh, of course. Of course. But they yeah, kind of act like an FCS eight.
3: program from time to time, so
2: Yeah. They had those they had the the mascot that has like the human arms, you know, like they couldn't Yeah, they all couldn't it is is a ha- head. Yeah. <laughs> the guy puts on a football uniform and a mascot head. Mm. <laughs> Like they couldn't like, afford the rest of it. It's like Lee Corso in real life. It's like the it's like the Penn State uniform too. Uh, oh my goodness! Where, that where it's that like, thing has to smell so bad. Yeah, it just it just looks like it's from
3: nineteen fifteen. Yeah. Now LSU um, changed that. I, I think Jake froze up again. Yeah, uh,
4: Cassie tried to come in, didn't she?
2: Cassie, so. we love you, but
4: killed kill Jake. Yeah.
2: She just don't she just don't want Jake to have any shine. That's it.
4: She must be mad is that
2: at the right something.
3: one? No, that's not the right
2: one. Jake Jake is Jake is destined for the couch. <laughs> Jake, I hope you got a comfortable couch there, Bub. Hope you got a I hope you got a comfortable couch there, pal. Yeah. You're gonna be sleeping uh-huh. there, pal.
3: Uh oh, we got some pixelation. He's oh, definitely God. on net zero tonight.
2: That net zero is freaking uh-huh. amazing.
0: This sucks.
3: He's got a 56k <laughs> modem. Got it cranked
2: up. Too too bad. Too bad our our, our boy from Facebook, uh, Cody or whatever the hell his name was, yeah. is not coming in. Calling calling everybody 56k, whatever.
3: Well, that was you, yeah. Yeah. Look at Jake uh, go! Look at that. That's what I call Alabama internet right there.
0: That's right.
2: Greenbow, mm. Alabama.
3: Hey, uh, looks so a lot fun.
0: better in my face, though. Yeah. Oh,
3: this is, this is fun. Yeah, it's like a see? it's like an uh, a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, I like it. it. It's talking about the abstractness of the American. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh,
2: I mean, yay, <laughs> Cassidy. To be to be uh, to be fair, I was on a different tab. Pulling up information, so I'm not I'm not privy to the
3: to the chat. Well, that's only because you're not privy to the chat. Duh, duh, duh. By the way, if anybody's watching and wants to see some cool videos, there's some neat breakdown videos on the Locked On Ole Miss YouTube page. Corey Burton broke them down. Yeah. Zach Evans,
2: Luke Altmaier,
3: back. Jackson Dart. Um ten minutes each, not a big time commitment, and it's really good. Um the Zach Evans video tonight is getting some pretty decent traction. It's about 150 strong, and we released that um about two yeah. hours ago. I'm curious
4: how he's doing. i have to go watch that.
2: Mm-hmm. Zach Evans is he is a dude. I'm excited to watch him. Yeah. I just hope I just hope he plays in every I just hope he kills it in every game except for if he plays Georgia. Well, I hope he gets to play Georgia.
3: Yeah, well. because of what that will mean.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's gonna be that's gonna be a special, special, mm-hmm. special game for him. All right, so Missouri is boring, right? Yeah. Right. Yes, Snooze but also
3: Missouri is the same of the as the potential other teams that are right around there, and that's Ford and South Carolina. It's pretty much the same team.
2: Well, yeah. South Carolina is at least exciting because they have a lightning rod at quarterback, which yeah. He's probably the most mm. polarizing figure of all time because half the, half the country thinks he's the greatest things that sliced bread, and the other half know the truth thinks he's <laughs> yeah, know really. the truth. Yes, <laughs> um, but let, let's let's unpack that for a minute. First of all, like where do we determine that like sliced bread was the standard?
4: I don't know when that became the saying. that was so popular. Obviously, it couldn't have been too long ago because they kept talking about Betty White being older than sliced bread. So.
3: Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, they started slicing bread in like the twenties or thirties, right? Yeah,
4: so that can't be that old of a thing. I don't know. Look
1: if that happened, if that happened
3: in the middle of the depression, I guess that was the only good news for a decade. So maybe <laughs> that's where it comes <laughs> I mean, from. So Betty uh, White was
0: born in nineteen hundred.
4: <laughs> she was born yeah, like nineteen oh eight or something like that. It
1: was good. You know, not,
3: like, not well. I, I mean, I mean
1: that. she did finally pass away, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, I don't think
3: she was 114 years old when she passed away. Though. Yeah, I don't think no, she was in the gym. I don't know. No, that's 28. <laughs> might have been my grandmother.
2: <laughs> Google that, but be careful. Jeb, I, I used yeah. you as an example today in my class. I was talking about internet safety and being careful what you Google. No. <laughs> oh. Nice. I <laughs> they didn't know your name, but I I said, yeah, don't don't uh, when you're looking up all white uniforms, don't say Georgia all whites. <laughs> How, oh, many, how, how many your kids you.
0: did do that? That's
4: what y'all called it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so be careful of your search terms. You, you may get. Um, but anyway, here's a tale of the tape on South Carolina. They are located in Columbia, South Carolina. Their head coach is Shane Beamer at South Carolina. And overall, he carries a 7 and 6 overall coaching record. That's one year of experience. His offensive coordinator is Marcus Satterfield. Defense coordinator is Clayton White. The last time they won a league title was the ACC in 1969. They returned 12 starters, six on offense, five on defense, and that punter. Uh, players to watch, Spencer Rattler. Uh, no, he's not a player to watch. No. no. He, he got benched against Texas last year. Couldn't finish the game. I think they tried to bring him in against Kansas like as like a reprieve, you know? We got benched there, too. So, I I don't get it. Maybe somebody who knows. Maybe uh-huh. a South Carolina fan, if you're, like, in the chat somewhere, you can tell me. Yeah, I but I, I, I just don't see – like, he couldn't get it done against Big 12 defenses. I don't see him coming in and all of a sudden, all of a sudden Arkansas rolls into town on September 10th and they're going to be, like, lighting the place up, you know? I just yeah. don't see it on the road at Fayetteville, like, I I, I don't see that. No, I I see
4: that he's got enough talent that you're like, okay, we want to give him a shot. But I don't see how you get that excited about it. I mean, if he he had better talent around him in Oklahoma and wasn't doing well. You think, oh, he's from the South Carolina now you're going to play well?
2: Is he better than what they've had? Absolutely.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's enough talent that you take a shot. Yeah, they had a
2: grad transfer from
3: like D2 last year. So, it is an upgrade over last year. They went to a bowl game with that.
2: No, they had a, Graduate assistant, GA. He signed yeah. on to be a yeah. GA and ended up starting for like half the season at quarterback. Yeah. He was a former D2, like D2
3: quarterback, though.
2: Yeah. yeah. Before he realized he was too old for this shit. Yeah. There goes, <laughs> our, there goes our clean rating, by the way. I mean, um,
0: <laughs> well, I mean, they did win seven games, but it's you know.
2: duct tape, smoke and mirrors, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but their and offensive line is going to be pretty good. Um, Let's see, yeah, yeah. four of the four of the six starters that return on their offense are offensive linemen, so that helps. Uh, they get their so, they get who's everybody but their out of conference, their, conference. out of conference Georgia State, Charlotte, South Carolina State, and Clemson.
0: Oh. They're at so Clemson. I mean they'll go three and one against that, and they could beat they can beat Vandy and Missouri, so. And there's Florida, one win. Yeah, Florida. So there's six For, wins. Florida's I don't know the if they get side. seven this year. I don't know if they get seven this year, unless they win the ball game, of course.
1: Yeah. I think
2: the L's home them against at Arkansas. So I, I don't know. I don't know if that. I don't know if that helps or hurts. Like, at Arkansas, things,
3: Georgia at home. Um, at Kentucky, nah, that ain't matter. Texas A and M at home. Or I'm sorry, Texas eight and four at home. Or, I don't know.
2: Some something about that stadium for for mm. for Georgia is just not. I, I don't know. It and Vandy should
3: have beat them last year. That's true. Yeah. They just a completely abdication in the final drive that um, South Carolina was able to win that. Vandy had them guys beat.
2: They snatched victory. No, they mm. snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but it's it's they're going to be. Interesting at least. You know, they get Josh Van back at receiver. He was he was a solid target. I think he was the only one that scored a touchdown against Georgia. Um on a deep ball. Uh def- excuse me. Defensively, Cam Smith as a nickelback, he's gonna be he's gonna be solid. He's gonna be one of their leaders. I mean, he he's somebody that ramps up this they're gonna have a pretty good secondary, they have a pretty good offensive line. Um but filling in those skills, skill positions, that's going to be the tricky part. Can Spencer Rattler do it? Maybe. Is he mm-hmm. better than what they had? Absolutely. Do I think he will be able to do it? Absolutely not. Not against Georgia. Not against Arkansas. Not against A and M. Not against Tennessee. Not against Clemson. Not against. Not, a, not even Kentucky. against Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think Kentucky's got a pretty sporty team. In my opinion, yeah,
4: they're going to be good this year.
2: Oh, I just and looked at the helmet's going to have to. Tennessee's going to have to have at least fifteen minutes of time of possession yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, have to win this year.
3: Just looked at the schedule. Vandy plays at Northern Illinois.
0: Yeah, I still think it's they Vandy. win it. Yeah.
2: They win it. It's yeah. a toss-up more, but they they win it. Northern Illinois is down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not the same as when like Dave Doran was there. No. He he's now at NC State. All right. So, uh Florida Gators, so we'll we'll put all these teams together in, in yeah. a ranking, but I'm just kind of going. Um uh, Florida Gators are located in Gainesville, Florida. Head coach Billy Napier at Florida, it's it's his first year, but he carries an overall record of 40 and 12 in 4 years as a head coach. Offensive coordinator Rob Sale, gross. Uh defensive coordinators patrick tony and sean spencer rob sale was once an offensive line coach at georgia they had one of the worst offensive line productions of like the last 20 years when he was at the helm uh they return 12 starters five on offense six on defense and the punters since so a theme here uh they have players to watch ar-15 lorenzo lingard justin shorter uh, Jervon Dexter, Ventrell Miller, Trey Dean III, and Brenton Cox Jr., to name a few. So uh, their schedule, they open up at home against Utah. L. Big L. (laughs) So they come out the gates against the the Pac-12 champions who
0: Mm.
2: who gave Ohio State all they ever wanted. Mm
1: Mm-hmm
2: true and I guarantee you Ryan day is like I don't want to play those guys again not right. a chance but for Florida like Anthony Richardson is gonna have to prove he's a little bit more consistent he's got all the physical tools he can run he can throw the thing a freaking mile and he can throw a he can throw a strawberry through a battleship
0: the, uh, um, for, for AR I mean Florida last year was in the game up into the last like 30 seconds against Georgia when they you know, picked them off like twice. I think. For yeah. So, so
2: just, it, so man. this is this is crazy. It was it was three to nothing with like mm-hmm. two two minutes to go in the half. Yeah. And Georgia went on a. Georgia yeah. Went on a twenty-four <laughs> to nothing run.
0: It was insane. <laughs>
2: it was the most insane thing ever. It was capped off by Nicobe Dean pick six. Yep. They they put Nicobe Dean out. N'Kobe Dean was lined up as a corner. He, yeah. picked, he picked he jumped a hitch route and took it ha- took it to the house mm-hmm. I was like oh my god this is interesting turn of events but uh, so they they open up with three straight home games Utah Kentucky and South Florida before traveling to Tennessee they get home games against Missouri and LSU they're in Jacksonville after that mm. uh, after a bye week uh, they're at am home against South Carolina at Vandy at Florida State. So a very favorable home schedule for them, uh, which is why I think they're going to finish slightly better than South Carolina, because they have South Carolina at home. That helps. South Carolina Hmm. has a hard time winning in the Swamp. The Swamp is a tough place to play. We we discussed this in our top stadiums. It's a very tough place to play. Mm -hmm. And Billy Napier has got those fans rocking a little bit, right? They were 2-6 and in the the SEC last year. Not, Not for long. Billy Napier's doing his thing, so we got to figure out if he's going to pull the, uh, the Jeff Collins thing from Georgia Tech where he's all about marketing and forgets to coach or if he's just <laughs> going to calm down a little bit, let his people that handle that stuff handle that stuff and let him go out there and do what he does best. So um, mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see on September 3rd when the, when the Utes roll into town.
0: That's going to be a what, tough game. So Steve, for them.
2: what like yeah. Steve, what do, what do you see with with uh, with Florida?
3: Um, I see a couple of things. I, th- I see that Utah is going to basically kill any momentum that they have because Florida fans right now, they are all about buying into Billy Napier even though mm-hmm. he's had trouble recruiting, then all of a sudden they're recruiting pretty well and all of this, but I see Eastern Washington on the schedule. And that that's a weird thing to play an FCS team from literally about as far away
2: as you can get. Yeah. Um, but Tennessee at Tennessee, they're at Tennessee. Um it's about as weird as uh, naming somebody your game changer coordinator, so yeah. <laughs> it, there, there's, that.
3: Yeah, there's some player there's some teams that it their schedule's just weird. That's all it is. It's just weird.
2: Well, it's like Utah USF, Eastern Washington. Like it's a weird non-conference slate. Like yeah, with Kentucky and at
3: Tennessee in between.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's just odd. But uh, I, I'm curious to know if, uh, like, I'm hearing some good things about Florida State right now. Like well, that better game can be. For them. They need to be. That can yeah. get tricky for him, but yeah, Britton Cox is one of those guys that you know I I've seen. He was a transfer from Georgia. Um, obviously, was in trouble a lot. His most notable moment from UGA was during one of their spring scrimmages. He's up doing uh, wheel bar- wheelbarrows in uh, in the stadium. Like one of the strength coaches, the whole, he, he's, doing, he's doing wheelbarrow. Good night, Cass. He's doing wheelbarrows up the stadium for hours like they're scrimmaging and he's up there just running the whole time. Oof. The entire 2-hour scrimmage he's doing stuff in, in the stands. I
1: don't
4: know. Florida's got plenty of talent. It's just going to be how they can put it together under Bill and Napier's first year which You just never know with first-year coach, you know what's going to happen when they come in. Yeah, they just well, yeah. Talk, they, they don't,
2: don't have the much field. coming back up front, which is a which is a problem. They they've got a, they've got yeah. some pieces to to They're replace not. they got you know justin shorter coming back that's good but like lorenzo lingard like he did okay but like they just you just don't know you yeah. really just don't know no idea. it's just an enigma but mm-hmm. billy napier is a good coach he seems to get those guys energized which that can carry you a little bit but when when you when you start getting in the in the dog days of it that's, that's when it gets rough pun intended yep. Talking about Florida makes me want to yawn. Steve just
4: yawned.
1: He's right. going to start yeah. ricocheting through us yeah. yeah. all. all. Thanks,
2: right. man. Let's, Thanks, well, Let's
1: move to Kentucky,
2: man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. So, Will Levis, tell the tape on Kentucky Wildcats, Lexington location. They're located in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, head coach is Mark Stoop at Kentucky, and overall, he's spent all his nine years at Kentucky as head coach. Uh, 59 and 53 overall record. Uh, That's a huge bounce back from two straight two and 10 records to start his tenure. Uh, Rich Sangriello as the offensive coordinator, Brad White as the defensive coordinator. They were co-champs of the SEC in 1976. They have been bowling every game since 2015. They returned five offensive starters and six defensive starters and that kicker. Uh, Will Levis and Chris Rodriguez Jr. being the top guys on offense, returning uh, Octavius Oxendine, Jauquez Jones, and Ty, Ty Ajean being the key guys on defense. So here's the key. Here's the key loss that that they're going to have to deal with. Liam Cohen goes to be the offensive coordinator for the Rams. That is a huge loss because if you watch what Kentucky was able to do outside of that Tennessee game, they. They were able to execute some things, and they were able to play well above their heads because Will Levis, talent-wise, shouldn't be as good as he is. But he is. He's developed under Liam Cohen. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, Vinny and I talk about this on on uh, Beast of the East a lot uh, with, with Kentucky. We, you know, he's, he's from Believe in Kentucky, so we do cover that a lot. Uh, but Will Levis is just they're, – they're excited about Sangriello, and, and I don't think – a—I think they're similar, so I don't think a lot of the terminology is going to change. So um, I like what they're doing there. Chris Rodriguez is one of my favorite running backs, and they still have Cavasio Smoke as well. They <laughs> open up really – cool. that's, that's one of the coolest names <laughs> of all time. But they open <laughs> up with Miami of Ohio. They're on the road at Florida. Then they come back with Youngstown State. And I guess Northern Illinois is trying to compete for the SEC Championship too, or <laughs> SEC East title, because they, uh, they travel to the grocery bag to play Kentucky. They're at Ole Miss, home against South Carolina, home against Mississippi State. They got a bye. Then they're at Tennessee, at Missouri. And then they're home for the rest of the way, Vanderbilt, Georgia, and Louisville. So pretty favorable schedule there outside of that, uh, you know they, they they got a lot of their a lot of their hard games are spaced out like Florida, and then they then they wait like three weeks and play Ole Miss and then they wait another three weeks and play Tennessee and then they wait another three weeks and play Georgia.
4: That is a pretty good schedule. Actually. So 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 it's
2: pretty yeah. it's pretty spaced out. So they got, yeah. they got time to recover and recoup and things like that. Like they get Missouri and Vanderbilt in between Tennessee and Georgia. Yeah, it's whoever wins that old Miss Kentucky game is going to start seven and zero.
3: Yeah.
0: Ooh, man. Mm-hmm. All right. no, which means no. the other one sits in one, which is not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. No. But, but you look at the I, I first think, part of that think, schedule.
1: Ooh.
2: Yeah. First part of that schedule is uh, let's say easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it? But they have to replace Josh Pascal on defense, uh, Yusef Corker on the back end. Um, But you know, I I think they have some they have some options there. I mean, Mark Stoops has proved that losing NFL talent isn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, They're starting to get to a point where they can reload at certain positions, uh, defensive line being one of them.
4: Yeah, I'm curious on offensive line. I think that's where they lost a couple of good guys there. So and their
2: coach, yeah, they did, but they got. Yeah, they, they got a transfer, um, and I think they got some of these guys that are stepping up, but, I, you know, I think they – uh, Didn't they get a five-star
0: on an NIL deal on the offensive line too? Something like that? Yeah, they
2: did. They did. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but they did. But, I can't either. No, yeah. I, I heard, what I heard from from Vinny was that the, the O-line coach that went to Bama, him and Mark Stoops just didn't see eye to eye.
0: Well, we're glad saying. we got him because he's uh, he's a – Definitely step above Doug Marone.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. p- p- that's an understatement. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a good coach, but you know how, how things are. Like, if you don't see eye to eye with your head coach, it's going to be a miserable experience. So Yeah. yeah.
4: No, no, I agree. And you're right yeah. what you said earlier. It just kind of made me laugh when you said that he's getting more out of Will Levis than anybody expected. Because... <laughs> I swear with Will Levson, And this has been happening now for he a could, while. He but,
2: couldn't beat Sean Clifford out. Well, yeah. Right. I, ten years ten years ago at Penn State. I mm-hmm. keep wanting
4: to – yeah, really. I keep wanting to just dismiss him because I just don't – every time I see him in the rankings for one of the better quarterbacks in SEC, my immediate thought is, oh, come on. No, not the guy at Kentucky. But he really he's, is good. I mean, he's playing really well. So, at least in that system, he fits in really nicely. So, I got no,
0: I want to go back to something you said, Corey, that that I didn't realize, but I believe you said that Stoops started out two and ten, both the first two years. So he was four and twenty after two years, and now he's fifty nine and fifty three, I think, mm-hmm. overall. You talk yeah. about, I mean, he's changing the program.
2: Nine, yeah. yeah. He he yeah. he he went five and seven the next year, and then flipped that record the, the yeah. year after.
0: Yeah. Oh, we lost Jeff.
2: <laughs> it's the Riddler. <laughs> Jeb, you left just in time. We're talking about Tennessee Volunteers. <laughs> Raw go Vols go. They're located in Knoxville, Tennessee. Josh Heupel takes the helm at Tennessee. He was 7 and 6 in year 1. He has an overall record of 35 and 14 in 4 years as a head coach previous stop, UCF Golden Gold, Knights. Offense coordinator Alex Golesh The coordinator, Tim Banks, they last won the SEC in 1998, which was a magical year for all you Rocky toppers. They haven't been – they haven't – their bowl streak ended in 2020, uh, but they have since been back. They returned 17 starters, eight on offense, seven on defense, and the two main specialists, the kicker and the punter. Um, Some guy named Hendon Hooker, quarterback Jabari Small, Cedric Tillman, Byron Young, Jeremy Banks, and Trevin Flowers are some guys to watch uh, on both sides of the ball. Obviously, mm-hmm. Hendon Hooker is the key piece to this whole thing, uh, was a terrible fit at, at Virginia Tech, came in. I just think he just had a hard time getting used to the Josh Heifel system, and it took him a little bit to take to it, which is why he didn't end up starting to begin with. Wake up, Steve. Oh, Wake I'm here. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I've got my Phil still up here. <clears throat> he's right. following along. Yeah. All right, we're we're on paragraph three, Steve. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. All, right, all right, Jeb, Jeb, take it away.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, no, Jeb, I tell me tell me say. about what Hendon Hooker is gonna like. How's he gonna take this offense to the next level?
4: No, I think it's just what you said. He just he's he took him time to get comfortable in the system, but he obviously is now. Uh, just really exploded at the end of last, or I mean, last half of all last season. Uh, and, and hopefully he's ready to just, or he just continues that and gets better and better. It's it is something I think with Hypo system, I don't I don't think it's simplistic at all. I think it took some time for anybody really to get adjusted into it and I love that Tennessee's returning so many starters. They, they actually have one of the more experienced teams coming back outside of you know, Georgia and Alabama and something. but just people that have been in that system for, you know, well, the one year that Hypo's been there and, uh, and I, I, that's why I think a lot of Tennessee fans are really excited about this year I know it's still going to be at least a couple more years, I think, before Tennessee is back to being able to call themselves, hey, back. And that's assuming we have a good next couple of years. Just please
2: but, don't ever say that.
4: But, yes, I know, I know. And this year I don't want it to sound like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I just think it could be a good year this year because Hooker is doing so well in that system. Cedric Tillman is playing so well in that system. And we're very experienced, with at least with our starters coming back. Definitely
2: well, you got 17 total both sides of the ball. It's going to be that's going to be dangerous.
0: Yeah, let let exactly. me say this. I, I, let me say this real quick. Jeb, uh, last year against Alabama, Hooker went nineteen to twenty-eight, three touchdowns, one interception, two hundred eighty-two yards. Cedric Tillman had seven receptions for one hundred and fifty-two yards and touchdown.
4: And that's the thing I, I love about Cedric Tillman. He showed up in the big games.
0: It's nice right. back
2: scratcher you got there, Bob. So, so
0: that now that was that was that was in in Bryant Denny. Now you get Alabama at home.
2: So yeah, that's a dangerous game.
0: If it's it not, yeah, it's going to be tough. They just need
2: somebody next to him. And- like what I and love about Josh Heupel's offense, Steve, and I know you're, you're probably thinking the same thing, like the, the quickness in which they, they go and, and some of the stuff that they do and the quickness in which Hooker can get the ball out of his hand. You know, Georgia did this for the most part with Will Anderson – like they kind of neutralized him a little bit and they, and Alabama did a good job of figuring out a way to get Will Anderson involved in the game plan, but they did, a, they did do a good job of neutralizing them for, for a certain amount of time and enough time to really kind of get, get the edge in the game. So I, I think if you can figure out a way to take him out of the game plan with RPOs and quick screens and, and just get him running sideways, Tennessee might have a chance. Well, if you take
3: um, Tennessee's schedule, if they come into that Alabama game at least 4-1, and 4-1 and one or 5-0, and Nayland is going to be an absolute zoo. That's the perfect storm formula. But you have to handle business at Pittsburgh. You have to beat Florida. You have to handle business at LSU. If you handle that and get Maybe. into the Alabama game, oh, my goodness, that could be so much fun.
2: I I think I think at Florida that'll be kind of tough because the swamp is always tough. But I think no, that that game
3: that game's at nailing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's at Pittsburgh and at at LSU. Florida
4: be having no excuse for not beating this year. It doesn't mean we will. I'm just saying we don't. LSU though, that's that's that that that, that
2: game's a toss up because we I, I still don't know a ton about LSU and kind of where they are. It's just you don't really hear much about them. But we know Brian Kelly's a good a good coach and a good family man. So
3: yeah, who knows? he's a good and, he's a and, good coach. He's won everywhere he's been. He's going to win at LSU. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean you get better yeah, no, resources, lit. better recruiting. Yet. That that's
0: NetSwitch preview. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Do, let's I, go back to let's go back to Tennessee. I do
2: feel
4: like we'll throw Florida in here just so it's just relevant to this I do feel like Florida and L S U are in a lot of the same position. They just I feel like Unless you got the better coach, at least for being able to come in and get the team ready right away. But uh, they both have a lot of talent, so I I don't know how those will go with Tennessee. But Tennessee will be the more experienced team, so uh, Mm -hmm. that's why again this year, that's why fans are getting excited. I know uh, Mm -hmm. that gets annoying when we get excited every year, but trust me, it's been a while since I felt this excited. Well,
2: you're in the SEC, you should get excited every year. I know we make fun of you, but yeah, but you should. let, Let me go
0: back. Let me go back real quick to last year's game. Corey was talking about how they neutralized. Will Anderson for a time. Yeah. Well. Um, well. They they didn't they, did, they uh, didn't
2: quite figure that out for Dallas Turner, but.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, Anderson still Anderson still had eight eight tackles and two sacks, so, and led yeah. the team to tackles.
1: So.
2: Yeah, I, I, I said for a time, not not the whole game, for a portion of the game. Will Anderson was still Will Anderson, mm-hmm. but we were able to neutralize him enough to win. You just don't want him to beat
3: you. Yeah, exactly.
2: It doesn't matter if he has that. a good game. You just don't
3: want him to disrupt it so much that your offense is just completely um, out of rhythm. Which he can do and a that.
2: lot of, and a lot of stuff. A lot, a lot of the most of his damage was inflicted in the first half, where they yeah. just put George on the ropes immediately to start the game. I mean, that ball goes right through Stetson Bennett's hands, and they they take that ten yard loss to start the, to start the game. Or to start their series, I should say, because Alabama got the ball first. But that—that um, that was uh, that was one of those where I was like, "Oh boy!" Mm-hmm. But yeah. Stetson calmed down finally. Well, let's talk about Georgia. Yeah. Located right. in Athens, Georgia, between the hedges, Kirby Smart. He's got an overall record all six years at Georgia: sixty-eight and fifteen. Todd Monken is his offensive coordinator. Will Muschamp and Glenn Schumann. That pair is the defensive coordinator with Will Muschamp likely being the play caller. Uh, They returned 10 starters, six on offense, just three on defense, but luckily they rotated a bunch of guys. And the kicker, uh, they last won the league title. That's not accurate because they didn't win the league, but they won the whole thing in 2021. Uh, They've been... Bowling every year since 1996. Uh, Stetson Bennett, Kenny McIntosh, Kendall Milton, Adonai Mitchell, Brock Bowers, Broderick Jones, Cedric Van Pran, warren basically the whole offense. Um, and Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, Keeley Ringo, and Christopher Smith are listed as players to watch. So I could probably recite this whole book here. So I'm going to let you guys fire questions at me.
0: Brett Breyers is that X factor. That's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. You can't guard him with with a safety or a corner. He's just too big, too physical. So,
2: and even if you do, you got Eric Gilbert over there when we're in tw- yeah. twelve or twenty two personnel.
0: Yeah. So.
3: Yeah. How is Georgia doing in the replacement for James Cook? Because that's that's probably the one offensive question that they have.
2: Yeah, they're they're trying to figure out what they have with Macintosh and Milton. Um, they just don't have the same skill set that James Cook does. So I, I don't know if they're gonna be able to use him in the downfield passing game, but you know, Kendall Milton is beefed up and I, I think they'll be able to they'll be okay in the screen game. I don't think they'll ever see a drop off in the screen game because all the all the running backs they got are talented. Um but as far as getting it an empty and lining him up. I just don't think you're going to see that as much. I think, I think their game plan is going to shift now. They're going to feature Arik Gilbert kind of more in that auxiliary, non-wide receiver, playmaker role than James Cook was a year ago. Or a year ago and however long he's been here. How much is Darnell Washington going to play? A lot. You could see a lot of 13 personnel. You could you could very well see a lot of thirteen personnel. Darnell Washington's having a great camp. He's healthy. He's cleared. He's he's having a great camp, okay. and he's the in line. He's the inline tight end guy. So he's the best blocker of the group because he's six eight, two hundred and seventy pounds. He's a freak. Um, defensively, that's that's the biggest question. I mean, you got Nolan Smith over there making sacks. Jay, I mean, you've got a leader in every every room in that defense with Jalen Carter leading the D lineman, Nolan Smith leading those outside linebackers, uh, Jamon uh, Dumas Johnson leading the, leading the inside linebackers. And then you got uh, Chris Smith and Keely Ringo leading that DB's room. Uh, so you've got guys in leadership positions that can hold it up. You just don't have as much experience in there which last year they returned i think eight or nine starters coming into last season now it's just three starters but but a lot of guys played which is good a lot of guys rotated especially on the d-line a lot of guys rotated in so it's not like you're bringing in fresh experience you have a lot of guys that like i think they play 25 players uh meaningful snaps on defense I was so gonna say that's a positive.
0: It's, it's probably a good thing that you're bringing back. You said eight starters on offense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because you know, that defense last year was like once in a lifetime type deal. I mean, they were absolutely dominant. You know, so the defense is not a generational
2: be talent defense, and they yeah. took advantage, yeah.
0: Right. And you won't have that but, same but a
2: significant drop off, Jake. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say a significant drop off is 17 and a half points. That's still really good. Right
0: yeah um but at least you got the the leadership on the returning on the offensive side to if it needs to score and outscore opponents just for a little while you had that opportunity and can with that with that offense yeah
2: and, and stetson's comfortable he's very comfortable in the r p o system Todd Monkin mm-hmm. is you know he he's finally kind of got pieces where he wants them, and you know he's got some guys that he can that he can work with so mm-hmm. um you know, it, it it hurts losing Burton. Burton was such an important important piece, but they got guys to replace. McConkie is, is is a worthy replacement. Adani Mitchell, uh, some of those injured guys coming back mm-hmm. are, are worthy replacements, and you know Jackson Meeks and some of these freshmen coming in also are are guys that you know you can look for and say, okay, some one of those freshmen that we signed is going to make a going to make an early impact mm-hmm. somewhere down the line. Oh. So let's rank them. All right, let's oh, okay. do it. Okay, so our rules—wait, there are, there are no rules because we're a ranking
3: team. Yeah, the ranking will be a top five. <laughs> so we have to figure out who's not going to get ranked first, and that would be Vandy and somebody.
0: Vandy and Missouri. Vandy and Missouri. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: okay, okay,
3: whatever.
2: Vandy yeah. and Missouri, I think are 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 out of the picture. I don't think okay. I don't think Missouri is going to finish fifth. Yeah, I, you I do could a question. Probably, you could flip. No.
0: No.
3: no. Yeah, I think Drinkwitz might have a surprise up his screen, but I'm not going to argue that no. pick. No,
2: no, I just I can I can, I can see
3: South Carolina dropping a three and nine this year.
2: You can't look at you preseason, all right? And and if I'm wrong, you can pull this clip. Here's some receipts, Missouri fans. All right, you can come after me at Coach Burton thirty six. Um, but like you can't look at this roster and say you're going to finish north of fifth, right? You you just can't do it. I I I I like Missouri. I for the sake of the conference and the division, I want Missouri to be good because I want the SEC East to be good, so that the entire conference can be good. So that if Georgia wins, it's a lot more of an accomplishment. Just like every other team in the conference hopes that the conference is good because it's good competition and it gets you ready. It gets these guys ready for NFL because the NFL loves the SEC. I don't know if you guys know that. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) So for all of those qualities, I hope Vanderbilt's good. I hope Missouri's good. I hope Kentucky's good. Tennessee's good. Mississippi State's good. So on and so forth, right? So I'm not saying – but, like, you look at this. They lose Tyler Batty. Yeah. They lose Connor Basilek, two extremely productive players. They recruit terribly under Drinkwitz. It's not a fit, so I just I don't I don't see it. I I don't see South Carolina. The, the winner of that South Carolina Missouri game is going to probably de- you know could very likely determine fifth and sixth seed. Okay, which I think South Carolina will win that game because South Carolina can play. Some defense they play hard, and they just will. They'll get a couple lucky bounces and take advantage. Plus, it's at South Carolina.
3: It's at South. It's in the South Carolina Columbia.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. at Columbia, South Car, South Cackalacky. So.
3: So five, we've got. Which brings me to,
2: to. Five has got to be South Carolina because I'm not a believer in Spencer Rattler, but I think he will do enough to beat Missouri, to finish fifth. I think they have an okay running game. They'll, Josh Van will make a play somewhere down the road, but they're just going to be they're just going to be this, right? They're going to be this mm. second year under Shane Beamer. You still don't really know what they got, which is understandable. He inherited a, a horrendous nice. roster, like the, probably one of the most pitiful pitiful rosters I've ever seen.
0: Worse than Vandy's. <laughs>
2: The 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 year he came in, yes, probably. Mm -hmm. The year he came in, he won seven games with it, though. He figured something out, but he won Mm -hmm. seven. Like I don't know, he he figured something out.
0: I just don't see South Carolina getting past that threshold of seven wins. I I don't. I don't see them winning eight anywhere. They might get six and they get a ball game win
3: it. Yeah. Mm -hmm
2: uh fourth i see florida yeah, yeah. That's, as high as uh, I, that's as high
3: as i would put florida
2: i i, I just th- their experience brand new head coach new to the league new to the league as a head coach so many question marks not a ton of starters coming back i mean um, is ar-15
0: that that going to be that guy who knows he hasn't yet i
2: don't know i i'm not sure rob sale is the right fit at offensive coordinator maybe he mm-hmm. just hired his buddy there i i just don't i don't know yeah, and because of so many unknowns and so many question marks, especially coming from some of your more important positions, I can't see them finishing higher than fourth this year. With Georgia, Kentucky, and Tennessee sitting there, right? Teams that have things figured out at the quarterback position, yeah, yeah
3: at least this- right. And this is yeah. where the disagreements are going to happen.
2: <laughs> Third,
0: I think Kentucky.
2: I've always misjudged. I've always misjudged Kentucky, but ultimately, I think Tennessee is going. The, the, the October 29th Halloween weekend, two things are going to happen. Georgia's going to beat the holy hell out of Florida, and yeah, good. Tennessee hosts Kentucky. They're going to win. Mm. That's going to determine. That's going to get. That's going to get Tennessee a chance the following week on November 5th, to play for the Eastern title. I like that. And then so after, November that, 5th, after that, they have
3: Missouri and, like, Vandy.
1: That's
3: right. Yeah. I mean, so so like, yeah, Georgia would pretty much determine. So, unless
2: that. they blow it against South Carolina on the road, nah. if they if they can win November 5th on the road at Georgia – I know, don't they'll put anything past Tennessee, right?
3: Yeah, just they're not to the point yet where I just guarantee a win, but yeah, I don't I don't see them slipping up against Carolina. No,
2: no I Unless Hendon Hooker gets hurt. Uh, I
3: don't see yeah. I don't see that. Okay, let's let's not say
2: barring like that. significant injury.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying.
2: All of these predictions are always barring significant injury, right? Yeah. Like that's right. that's a given, right? Like barring significant injury, like if Bryce Young gets hurt at Alabama, y'all are no offense, y'all are screwed. If Stetson Bennett goes down, to some degree, Georgia's screwed. Like last year, it didn't matter. Jeb could have played quarterback. <laughs> it didn't matter. I'm not like saying that. Gonna, That'd have been fun. You, you weren't mm-hmm. going to score on Georgia last year. This year's a different story. Yeah. Georgia's got to be a little more creative on offense, but I think I they know. got the I've, right guy.
4: I've heard for Tennessee, Joe Milton is doing
1: really well in practice.
2: Oh, What's stop it? Oh, it? my gosh. Please, you, know, you, you know
3: my you know my favorite joke from last year. Yeah, Joe, Joe Milton was the don't, only one that didn't want to throw the ball at the Nalen Stadium. The only one that didn't throw anything. Don't get him
2: started. Don't wind <laughs> him up, Jeb, all right? Don't wind him up, please. Okay? Jeez. Game on the line
0: with no time left, and he's going to run out of bounds. <laughs>
2: yeah. Alvin
3: Kamara did that against Vandy, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Re-
2: yeah. Reggie Ball did that. Against, against Georgia in the rain. It was 4th and 10. Said he forgot what down it was. Threw it and, away. I mean, he threw, yeah, it away, actually, threw it away, actually, on 4th down. And honestly. Like, he rolled out of the pocket and threw it away.
0: And honestly, Tate Bigsby should have fell instead of getting tackled out of bounds against, you know, mm-hmm. when they played Alabama. But he didn't.
2: Or Auburn should have just not played prevent defense. They should have just kept <laughs> – kept the, like, what did
0: – so That's another topic we could talk about for ages because I hate that, the prevent defense. That's so stupid.
2: That baffled me because, like, you're Auburn, and your season's not going too hot. You had nothing to lose there for Auburn. Like, you were going to get your ass – you were supposed to be – you were supposed to get your ass handed to you that week. And you have a chance to win, and you've been playing – you've been knocking Bryce Young around. And even on the first play of that last drive, Bryce Young gets tattooed. For
0: 58 minutes they were they they were handling Alabama. They, they were
2: the better mm-hmm. team for 58 minutes and then they mm-hmm. then they stopped being the yeah. better team. <laughs> mm-hmm. They went soft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so Tennessee is the I think Tennessee this year I, it's it's going to be a hard fought game on November 5th, but I I do think that this year that is going to take that one. Uh I I think Must being at home having so much experience coming back on the offensive side of the ball and having so much success a year ago on offense, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be just, uh, it's going to be a difficult game for Tennessee.
0: Let me ask you this on, on November 5th, that game since Georgia's defense is not going to be as great over under 70 points between the two teams.
2: I'm taking the over. It's going to have too. to be the over. If, if, if this sure. game goes under Tennessee wins.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to. It could be a forty-eight to forty-five type game. It's
2: it's it's going to be it's going to be a score fest because I I, yeah. I just don't think Georgia's defense is going to be. You know they're not going to be as diligent in stopping like. Now, not every drive is going to happen like the first drive of the game that Tennessee had, but yeah. there's certainly going to be some points. So much hope. I know that first drive, I was like, okay, here, here comes is, Tennessee. Is is Brew McCoy practicing?
4: He's practicing, but he's not cleared. So okay. just they, oh, wow. every update on him is the NCAA is looking into it. So S-
2: somebody got cleared yesterday, Lynn, right? Yeah, Linjay Dixon. Linjay Dixon the got cleared.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So he's
1: cleared, but Linjay.
3: That's that's a good. Just, there. just remember, um, Otis Reese got cleared to play for Ole Miss in 2020, um, right before the Mississippi State game. <laughs> mm-hmm. God. So yeah, he played. He played that in the bowl game, and that was it. We're,
4: yep. <laughs> we're very worried about that because, you know, with the NCAA, you're right. You just never know. Mm. They could wait halfway through the season. They could do it. Otis, yeah. my
2: man, Reese. Mm. All right. So, yeah. so much, to, much of y'all's surprise, Georgia's going to win the East again. Okay. Tennessee Georgia, number one. Second. Number yep. two, Tennessee. Tennessee two.
0: two. Kentucky, three. three.
2: Kentucky, oh. three. Florida, four. South Carolina, five. Missouri, six. And Vandy, Randy seven. Lives. Yeah.
3: And Vandy, we should rank we should rank them eighth because of those garbage helmets.
0: Yes, agree. They're going to finish hey, tenth hey. in the East. Yeah. Bishop Bishop Sycamore seventh, Vandy eighth.
3: Yeah, there we go.
2: New new no yeah. addition to the league. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. MTSU ninth, Vandy tenth.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Vandy's tenth. Vandy so, tenth in, yeah. in the city of Nashville. Corey,
3: yeah. so, somewhere, Chris Childers is like. What'd you say? Well, Blue
1: Raiders?
2: (laughs) Ag, Blue Raiders! Ag, call Mad Dog. Tell him to fire you. That was an actual comment that we heard from Chris Childers. He said, Ag. It was Jason Og, but he said it in a Chicago accent. Ag, call Mad Dog. Tell him to fire you. He probably didn't like yeah. screen the call right or something, and ah yeah. uh, and and our uh, God love him. He would just a lot of days he would just take it, but some days he would just he would just be there solely to mess with Chris, and just yeah. freaking. I mean, he he would do things intentionally to piss him off. Oh, six two two fifty, six mm-hmm. two two fifty. Um, so yeah, so that's your SCC East preview, guys. Do we have anything else we want to jump into? Oh, no, 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 no. Besides I, I, George Pickens I, I, making his I'm, case for rookie of the year. Who? Oh yeah, he George hardly Pick- played SEC football,
3: so right.
2: You know you know the guy that made that one catch in the national championship <laughs> game. I wonder you know, Yeah, he yeah, that's he right. wasn't heard from again. Yeah. Um they somehow just he just became a blocker. <laughs> I, I think we have taken up enough of the good people's time tonight,
3: and we can do the SEC West um, show next week. Yay. Mm
2: -hmm. So preview of the SEC SEC West. Uh, I'll give you a hint. We're going to do it next week. All right. So this is SEC After Dark on the Believe Network and also y'all's conference network working hand-in-hand to bring you this great content. We hope you enjoyed the SEC East preview. We will we will give you that's a great great hand in hand. You just gotta go like a little bit this way. There we go. go a little bit that way with it. There, there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I gotta I gotta get my hat game on point next week, Jeb. We gotta get our hat game on point next week.
1: Oh yeah, apparently I've got a.
0: Hat. I have got do not think I've ever seen Jeb in a hat
3: on this show.
4: I've got a nice uh, Panama hat, straw hat. I'll wear that.
3: Panama hey, Just make sure it doesn't put a shadow over your eyes
4: mm, Yeah, that's going to be a problem mm. Probably won't work with the hiss at either. Well, you could
3: probably um, We could wear the Panama hat and get one of those ring lights And put it in front of you
4: mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'll do that, why not
2: mm-hmm. Or just get a flashlight And just hold it right here <laughs> In front of you yeah.
1: Just hold it right here. Okay. Let's when they
2: just hold it the right door. here and and move it back and forth, <laughs> there yeah. was a hook in the door. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. We're going to tell ghost stories next week. Uh-oh.
2: Yeah. yeah. i the leprechaun. He's like this. Okay. He's like yeah. holding it like this, like up Yeah. Do you want to hear a scary story? <laughs> Let me pull up. Uh, what was the uh RL? St- he's going to pull out some one of the Goosebumps books Goosebumps by R, R. L Stein. Now, what were the, sh- the scary short stories?
0: <laughs> I don't I don't know, but I, I'll tell you. If you want a scary story, I can tell you because I used to. Well, I, I still kind of do, but uh, I'm a paranormal investigator. I bet y'all didn't know that about me. So You're a what? I, a paranormal a investigator. Poster. Oh, yeah. nice. nice. I can give y'all some stories. I can give y'all some stories. That's for another hook? time, though. Yeah. I have a team and everything. See, I side with the, uh, with the people. Are you still a, a gumshoe? That kind of stuff.
2: What a what, Corey? A gumshoe. I don't know what that is. A flat foot? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. He's yeah. still a tar heel. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, by the way, before we get out of here,
3: did y'all hear that um the president took out the leader of Al Qaeda who helped plan nine eleven and all that after twenty years?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I saw cool. that.
3: Yeah. Carmen San Diego better look out. She's next.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Where in the world is <laughs> carbon
3: San Diego?
0: That guy was hella
4: good at hiding.
1: It took twenty
2: years to
4: find him. Yeah.
0: And Mar a Lago got raided, you
3: know. So
1: Well, yeah. That was a huge shock. Like you know the funny thing, thing is?
3: Human. Yeah, we're about to get out of here. Don't everybody worry, and this isn't a political thing, but everybody says if this is gonna happen to a former president, ball ball, it can happen ball to ball you. Yeah. It could happen to you. And the whole question is like, this stuff has been happening to us for 250 years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, this, ain't, ain't this, this isn't you. a new thing. This isn't something they invented. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that one
4: did make me laugh. Yeah. Wait, like,
2: well, uh, you want some papers? Here's the papers. <laughs> yes. I'm going to burn mm-hmm. the papers.
3: Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. He, he's got a copy of the warrant. He can release it at any point. Yeah. Come on, and nobody is defending, him, saying he's innocent or he didn't do it. They're just, <laughs> mm-hmm. they're just pissed off that it happened. It's the most bizarre yeah. thing. <laughs>
0: it's a, it's, a very it's odd a shit, situation. Sh- mm-hmm. a shit show
2: right now. Yeah. That's all it is. Well, we don't, we already lost our clean rate, so you're good, right? yeah. yeah. He had, he had Joe, Joe Byron, he's uh, he's asleep at the wheel. Apparently, things, <laughs> things are going haywire.
3: the The rumor yeah. is somebody um just to change just to talk about it, they they somebody flipped on him and he may have had nuclear secrets and that's the reason they acted so quickly.
4: Oh huh. yeah, that would do it, I guess.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. you know, yeah,
2: that's that's a good reason. Yeah, yeah, a valid reason. Yeah, I'm sorry, sir. Do you have a valid reason? You have nuclear codes. All right. That's a valid reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Proceed.
0: <laughs> I just hope Biden don't have our nuclear you know, the nuclear codes, because he may he may accidentally press it by, you know, just thinking it's just a bright red button.
2: Ooh, <laughs> like toy. Uh, you,
3: you know that uh, do, you know that doesn't exist, right?
0: I know. <laughs>
3: okay. It the foot yeah. the football what? is there, but that's basically just the he's got a code card that they match up. Right.
4: Yeah. I was say, I think it a big red button, but it was for Diet Coke. When they- so, so, yeah. so you got to yeah. so yeah. you you break not, the
2: glass, saying, lift, uh, and press, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm.
4: that's a lot to go through. Yeah. I do wish I had a Diet Coke button, though. I get that one.
2: Uh, mm. yeah, I get you the per, the
3: person win. that would go get it would be you. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I was going <laughs> to say, <is> you <laughs> one of your,
0: get you one of the robots we talked about a few weeks ago to bring it to you.
4: <laughs> oh, with my looks, you'd say
1: no.
3: <laughs> you don't yeah.
1: deserve
3: this, sir. The MLS yeah, All Stars beat one. the Liga, Liga MX All Stars
2: tonight. Oh, what was the betting line on that on BetOnline? I, I don't, don't know.
3: know. BetOnline. What, what are y'all doing? We need. To, we need. We need these MLS odds front and center.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. We we don't need to try try uh, less time writing the script because you don't <laughs> need to no, yeah. take a lot of time to write the script. They're trying to get fancy.
0: Yeah, seriously. Here's the one chance fancy don't let
2: me down. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He went Ruben McIntyre. On that
3: note, we are going to get out of
2: here. We are out. That'd On that note, y'all. watch. <laughs> hey, watch Hard Knocks and watch through the end credits for the outtakes. <laughs> you won't be sorry. Yeah. We are SEC watch- After Dark. Goodbye. Go dogs. Hotty, Hotty. toddy. Go balls. Gosh <laughs> Who in the hey, hell are, are we? we? Hey, oh. flam, flam, blam, blam, Ole Miss hot day. It sounds like a birthday celebration at Longhorn. You know,
3: <laughs> honestly, that they tried to force a cheer on Ole Miss students um, back in the yeah. '30s or '20s, and they just started yelling gibberish. That's all that is—the is gibberish cheer. I got you. It was a protest over some of uh, a cheer they tried to force.